children and your grandchildren that in this time and in this place, we came together. Imagine change unconstrained by our individual understandings of what's possible. This is all of us on WNHH 103.5 FM and streaming live on the internet and on Facebook Live. New Haven's independent radio station. I'm Greg Brinberg. On Saturday, New Haven was visited by several members of the moderate alt-right group, The Proud Boys, whose founder was quoted in a February Metro article saying, Not only would I love to speak, but I would love to get violent and beat the F out of everybody, unquote. He describes the group as for men who, quote, refuse to apologize for, unquote, but apparently take personal credit for, quote, creating the modern world, unquote. He claims the group is open to any man, quote, as long as you accept the Western world as the best. The group has multiple levels of initiation, the fourth and final being participation in a major fight for the cause. Quote, you get beat up and kick the crap out of an anti-fascist, unquote. About 150 people from both within and out of New Haven responded on the New Haven Green with a very different message, which unfortunately was drowned out by the acts of a few uncoordinated counter-protesters throwing paint-filled balloons, carrying smoke bombs, and shoving the Proud Boys, and also by the sequela of the police response. How we deal with situations like this as a community, particularly when so many groups and individuals from both in and out of town are involved, and maintaining the nonviolence throughout that we cultivate in the city is the topic of concern for the community this week. Here with me to talk about it in the studio today uh, will be Barbara Fair, a longtime New Haven activist, and Dramiz Fair, a uh, clothing designer in New Haven, both of whom were present uh, for the uh, clashes between the groups on Saturday. Barbara will be joining us subsequently. Dramiz is here now. Dramiz, thanks so much for being here. Could have been worse. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really glad you're here too. So... To start with, um, like having set that context, um, Jamiz, why don't you take us through what happened from your perspective uh, on Saturday? All right. Um, you know, me personally, when I went down there, I, 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 I went there to show support. Um, I, I didn't go violent. I didn't have no, no intentions on being violent. I didn't have no intentions on being assaulted or, or being arrested. Mm-hmm. My my intention was to, to you know, go and support the people, and I mean the people. I mean the people of all races that stand for the same thing. No hate. Like, we, like you know, we're all you know, we're all humans. No one is different than, than than no one. No one's better than no one. Right. Um, you know, you had some people like it wasn't as violent as they portrayed it. Be oh, it's class. No, no, no. There was no class. We had one or two people throwing paintful balloons. The um. There were a handful of people yeah, who were was, doing yeah, that, but, was, but I mean, from what I saw, most people were just standing there, standing there, maybe mm-hmm. cursing. Mm-hmm. You no, know, no, you know, it was profanity for the most part. But I, I, as far as being physical, people that wasn't going on there. Um, so again, I, I, I'm there. I'm there for the cause. You know, it's crazy. I'm sorry. Um, my whole time there. I was never challenged by no protester, no counter protester. I was never threatened by no protester, no no counter protester. Right. The first time I felt threatened in the end challenge was from New Haven Police Department. Right. So, like the very first officer that that challenged me to a fist fight was Sergeant Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now that's the first time I was was face to face with some type of danger. Now how did he how did he do that? Um, 
and as we're crossing the street, um, someone threw a balloon. Mm-hmm. They say that that you no, know, no. They say that the person that that touched the balloon threw it, threw it and hit a cop. It, it didn't bust. They seen who threw it. Right, it the female. Right. So they they ran up on her. This is one of the one of the people who yes, was arrested yes. on Saturday. Um, I've, I don't know her, under her under her name, but yes, right. and you know um she. They grabbed her by her neck and her arms. So me personally, like I take offense to women getting manhandled. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she's a woman. Yeah, I seen and you, who, who threw a, who threw a balloon filled with paint. Absolutely, yeah. yes. And then bust, and it didn't hit no one. Right. So they run, they run up on her, grab her by her neck, grab her by her arm, grab her shoulder, throw her on the car. I say she's a woman, and in the videos, all I'm saying is she's a woman. Uh, no, she's a woman. She's a woman, and Sergeant Jackson, he a, he threw his hands up at me like, "Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up?" I'm like, so he raises his fist to he, you he in the air in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. All these cameras, he raises his fist in the air for a fist fight. Wow, I'm not fighting you, Jackson. Like, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here to fight no one. I'm here to go right. home to, to my newborn son. That's what I'm waiting for me. Right. So, so no. First of all, my aunt was. Beyond peaceful. See, she did what I wasn't doing. So I wasn't, your aunt Barbara yes, Barbara Fair yes, will be joining us in the studio yes. here. My aunt Barbara Fair was shaking their hands, talking to them like, like to, to the proud boys. Yes. yes, right, exactly. Because like, that's that's ultimately why the, these you know w- you know that's why I think most people showed up on Saturday was to was to engage in in, in exactly. dialogue. And, oh, you know. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. She, 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 but you know, she's there, peaceful, not yelling. She, she's shaking the hands, talking to them. Right. So, so you no. Know, um, at Jackson is telling me, "Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up?" And my aunt come get me, Barbara Fair, and we walk off. Mm-hmm. Now, no one knows. And the crazy thing is that no one knows that the one that's wearing this mask is a silver mask, which is me. Right. And no one know that this is like, oh, that's Barbara Fair's nephew. Right. No one knew that mm-hmm. because the whole time I was there, I had a mask on. But they do see that when me and Jackson. Is over there, and I'm saying, yo, she's a woman. She's a woman. Like you got this, this woman all joked up. I'm right. saying she's a woman, which is clear in all the videos. He want to fight. My aunt come, like, come on, and, and walk off. I'm walking ahead of her. I'm walking ahead of her. Right. And I um, like, I look back because I'm I'm by her side. Like, right. My my aunt is here. I'm I'm by her side. I ain't gonna leave her side. I'm with her. I look back. I don't know officer name yet, um, but the big black guy. I see him push my aunt. Right. And when he pushed her, as 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 soon as he pushed her, I I I I, I was grabbed from the back. Right. And you and you were showing me a video of this that's exactly. Right. Like so, that's like so that right there lets me know that whatever it was targeted. Now whatever they didn't target us as oh let's get. Barbara Fair and Jermise Fair because mm-hmm. they didn't know that the woman with the mask on was me. Right. So let's target Barbara Fair and that big black guy with the mask on that we didn't have no idea who, who he is. Because as soon as they grabbed her, when the dude pushed her, she turns around to say something to him. As soon as he pushed her, they grabbed her and they grabbed me. Right. And I think you're getting to me what to me is absolutely the crux of the issue, which is that it's really two things. I mean, one is that 
uh, although there were some things done that you know I'm not happy about that yeah. I'm not I'm not I wasn't happy to see that people were throwing paint-filled balloons or Absolutely. carrying smoke bombs, but the worst acts of violence that day were committed by the New Haven Police yes. Department. Yes, yes, yes. Um, like I said, the, the the whole time I was there, the the, all the, the only thing I seen was one person kicked and two people hit with a balloon. Right. That's that's all I've seen. Right. That's, that's all that's happened. Exactly. And then the, I think the second, you know, the second crux of the issue is that when protesters engage in acts of violence, even if they are minor, you know, as minor as it yes. gets, you know, you know, which is, you know, throwing throwing a pain-filled balloon at yes. someone. That, that's what, that's what um, you know, it tends to be it tends to be black people who who bear the brunt of it afterwards. Clearly. You know, when the police respond. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then, I you know, I think on both of those on both of those issues, we have to, as a community, get our get our house in order here because that's, that's completely unfair, and it's you know it's a pattern that's been playing out for for so long. Absolutely. So to set some more context here, I just want to play um, a, a response that the mayor gave mm-hmm. after this uh, <sighs> after this event, and then you know so we can so we can comment on that and okay. talk about what the mayor had to say. So I'm just gonna this was um, this was a statement that Mayor Harp released on her. Uh, her Facebook page for her uh, re-election campaign um, uh, later Saturday evening. Oh, um, and we can turn the ox up. Great. The city of New Haven was not aware of plans to protest on our city's historic green. We were in no way supportive of any assembly that intends to incite fear, hatred, and violence. New Haven is and responsibility for ensuring that this is the case. Our police department acted swiftly. They disbanded the protests. None of the groups involved had a permit to assemble. Four people were arrested, two white supremacists and two anti-white supremacists. The crowd has been dispersed. The streets are open. Our city is safe. The green is peaceful. And we ask that if people want to protest, Get your permits. Let us know. Assure that they're that it's safe, and uh, you can protest in our city. But do not excite fear, hatred, or violence. Mm-mm-mm. So that was Mayor Harp responding to the protests uh, and the counter protest on Saturday on the New Haven Green. Um, so. A couple of things. I mean, first, I think a, a, an important factual correction there. I, I, you know, the mayor responds. Or the mayor is saying that uh, in her response that that four people were arrested, two white supremacists and two counter protesters. Mm-hmm. Um, according to all the re- news reports, uh, including news reports from the New Haven Independent that I'm aware of, it was in fact no white supremacists who no. were arrested and and four counter protesters, yes. including you and Barbara. Absolutely. And the, um, the so the other the other thing that um, that I that I want the, the where I want to take the conversation with, with you, Jeremy, is is that the here the mayor is saying um, <laughs> she's saying get get a permit yeah. to protest, which yeah. is um, which is which is it's one thing I think to say that to the Proud Boys who were planning the original <laughs> exactly. action, right? Exactly. But the people who are responding to it are many responding that day. They're getting a text message saying, "Hey, white supremacists are exactly. are, are showing up," and um, so so pulling a permit is a little, from a timing perspective, that that's questionable in terms of feasibility. Yeah, absolutely. The other the other thing I think the deeper the deeper topic here is uh, 
if as the city if as the mayor is claiming mm-hmm. that the city was unaware um yeah. and i take that at face value i you know that 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 you know we you know give you know all the benefit of the doubt there and you know so fine the city was unaware of it the police department was unaware of it i think the real question we need to be asking is why would why is that the case i mean here we have we have members of the new haven community who know that <laughs> a white supremacist group is going to yeah. show up yeah. this group has a history of violence yeah. Under any normal circumstance in any reasonable universe, wouldn't the first thing those community members would do, if there was any trust between the, those community members and the police department, wouldn't the first thing that they would do be to call the police and say, hey, a white supremacist group that has a history of violence is going to show up on the green. Can you, can you be there? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to touch on something that, that I don't know, um, Tony Harp. Tony Harp is, 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 is like, I never even heard of Tony Harp until she became mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, she's totally full of crap. Um, yeah, right here, no, um, the press release it, it says no, not whatever. This press release, no, I'm sorry, this press release right here is from the New Haven Police Department. This press release says now, now, never. This press release says right here at at 11:30 a.m. NHPD police officers were detailed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat that This press release from the New Haven Police Department Says at 11.30am NHPD officers were detailed mm-hmm. To the To the New Haven Green To monitor mm-hmm. To monitor a reported demonstration By a group calling themselves the Proud Boys Now I'm going to say one more time real quick please Because you, know, you just played her, her saying that They had no idea They didn't know nothing was going on the cops were sent there to disperse. That that, that no, that, that's not accurate. Mm-hmm. I got there like low at twelve, twelve thirty maybe. We were still on college in Elm still. All the so-called violence ha- happened on the green. But right here again, she says at eleven thirty a.m., New Haven Police Department new, new, officers were detailed to 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 the New Haven Green to monitor. Sure. Right. So, again, that's not no. That's that's clearly false. Y'all just trying to cover yourselves now. Um, I don't know about no permits. Again, like I happen to be down there. I, I, I um, I heard it was down there, and I went to support. Um, a one officer told someone down there. No, no, we're just here to make sure everything is okay. Mm-hmm. If the permit, if no one had a permit. You should have came and dispersed the crowd immediately. Had you done that, there'd have been nobody throwing balloons, nobody getting getting assaulted, no one getting arrested. Had you came to disperse this crowd, that you're to disperse. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, certainly there there are some some inconsistencies Absolutely. in the you know in 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 what the um in what the mayor's office and what the police department have said uh, you know with respect to one another. So we're we're joined now in the studio with uh, by Barbara Fair uh, for the third time. Barbara, thanks so much for being back here on the program. Thank you so much for having us. You know, and especially after everything that happened on Saturday um, and since, yeah. um, still processing that whole ordeal. So I'm sorry. glad to be here today. We just played uh, the mayor's uh, the mayor's response to the uh, to, to the events of Saturday, uh, which she released on her campaign, uh, you know, the, the the Facebook page for her campaign reelection campaign on Saturday evening. Um, and um, what I was where I, where I'm hoping to take the conversation is that the elephant in the room to me seems to be that the mayor is here talking about pulling permits. 
you know, that both groups should have had a permit. Like that was the the true issue. Right. I, I heard I seen that also. And I was like, OK, where's the mention of police brutalizing two innocent people and arresting them? I didn't you know, didn't see anything about that. So that upset me right from the start. Absolutely. I mean, and for for a white person like me who has had some good interactions with the police department, what happened on Saturday is just a case in point. It's it, it's exceptionally easy to understand, um, seeing what happened, why community members wouldn't have wanted to coordinate with the police in the first place. Right. So I'm I'm wondering if you can kind of speak to that. The sort of it seems like the to me it seems like the 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 root problem here seems to me to be that there is not a whole lot of trust between the community and the police department. And I'm wondering if you can can speak to that. Well, first, just to back up a little bit, I think part of the problem with Saturday and why I believe I was targeted, because I think the police automatically assumed I organized this event, which Mm -hmm. I did not. Right. And so that that's the number one problem. So with that in their mind that I'm organizing this and then everybody's getting out of control, you know, they targeted me. Right. But it's, you know, I try to tell myself that's all it was, Mm -hmm. but you have to look at what was I doing when they arrested me? Mm-hmm. I was standing there talking to the supremacists who came to our town, talking to them, not yelling, shouting, right. obscenities, and not all, throwing anything the at them, sitting there yeah. talking to them. Yeah, And I'm Take glad, thank God for the video. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there talking to them, shaking their hands and trying to understand, talk about, you know, why you're here and what we heard. And the next thing I know, I'm bumped by an officer and I turn around and say, why are you all, why are you touching me? Mm-hmm. And then, then I look, look back and I said, of course, it would be a black man. Mm-hmm. And immediately that he put my arms behind my back, pulled him up. And then his thugs, mm-hmm. his other thugs came <laughs> and continued. You can see the video, how they treated me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't resist for one second. Because as they were doing this, my son and I had a son and daughter down there, but they were weren't really paying attention. So all of a sudden, you know, people realized I was getting arrested and somebody shouted, they're arresting Barbara Fear, they're arresting. And I see my son and my daughter running and immediately I, I had to calm them down. I said, you know what? I'm not resisting. I didn't do anything. I'm just going to go because I don't want to give them these officers any excuse to put their hands on you. So don't do anything. Right. And that's how I was able to keep them calm. Mm-hmm. But. I know that was really, really difficult, extremely difficult for them to watch that because I have my kids are very, very protective of me, especially my boys. And to have to stand there and watch somebody manhandle me, which that has never happened to me in my life. They are extremely upset. And to be able to hold them at bay, I was able to do that. But then another officer, another black officer Mm -hmm. yells out a command, take her to the ground. And right there, I said, I'm not resisting. Right. Why are you doing this? I'm not resisting you in any kind of way. Because I know if they took me to the ground, I wouldn't have been able to keep my sons and my daughter at bay. Because you're, you're, so you're trying to de-escalate. You have the presence of yes. mind, which is pretty amazing I for me. I was doing what you know? the police should have been doing, de-escalating the situation. <laughs> right. I'm seeing all, all this tension building up all over the place. People are going crazy. And I said, let me go and talk to them. People were looking at me like, why would you want to talk to them? You know, it's getting crazy. Let's see if we can calm stuff down. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I'm because you were, and, and what you said just now was you're doing what the police should have been doing. Right. Escalating, and, and and they weren't like they weren't thinking about the escalating. They were the one that 
were like they came with all the aggression. Yes, like, they out there with the chest up. Like dude, you bringing aggression to a semi hostile environment. You they get down there like you're uh, on the front line, right? They and the like, look that he gave me, the officer that approached me, the look he gave me as though I had did something <laughs> to him. And I'm saying, I don't understand this because, and I and I actually said that to some of the officers after they released me and we were standing around talking. I said, I commend the officers who can come here every day and do their job and not get involved in this thug behavior. Right. I said, any anyone who has a problem with me has a pro- can only have a problem because they, uh, they want to be able to do what they want to do. Because I'm against police brutality, not against police. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. And I mean, in the mayor's response, she's calling for, you know, in, in talking about the permits, I think what she's really trying to call for is better coordination between activist groups in New Haven and the police. But my, my question is this, and I, th- I, think that, I think that Saturday is, is an incredibly instructive thing for this community as a whole to look at, because we have members of the Proud Boys, which, despite what they were saying on the oh, green yeah. that day... I realize that now. They have a history of violence <laughs> mm-hmm. and violent encounters with anti-fascist groups, mm-hmm. and, they, and their, uh, their founder has been quoted as saying... Uh, as saying, um, I would love to speak, but I would, but I will get violent and beat the f out of everybody. And that's mm-hmm. a direct quote. So we, so so we have this group that's coming to New Haven, and we have members of the activist community in New Haven that know that. In in a in a setting like that, if there was any kind of good relationship between the activist community and the police department, wouldn't the first thing the activist community do would be to call the police and say, "Hey, there's a violent group coming to town." Can you be there? You know, we're going to we have a message of love and peace and acceptance for everyone. Um, but we need you there to keep we need you there because this is a violent group. Wouldn't that be the case if there was any? That would be the case if there was any good relations between the police and, 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 and the activist and, community. And, and the activist community. And, and, and just a simple thing that this happened Saturday and we have this Christian police chief and the Christian that I grew up to be would have reached out to me and my family knowing that we were completely traumatized by his officers. Mm. I have yet to hear from him. Mm -hmm. I have yet to hear from the mayor. Mm -hmm. So for the mayor to say she's trying to do all these wonderful things between police and community, I would have thought she would have made a little visit or a call or anything to me and my family to apologize for this thug behavior that happened on Saturday. Unprovoked. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and I think the the other the other elephant in the room, I think, is that when uh, when you, when we have uncoordinated groups, and there were some people from there were individuals from out of town who showed up, and you know they came with their smoke bombs. Oh and yeah, their, and they, and they were they were shoving the Proud Boys, and they were um, you know and, and um, they were um, throwing paint filled balloons. Right, and nobody touched them. Right, it was me who got arrested. Right, <laughs> and it's crazy about that. Like, I have pictures, and it was the same. They arrest. Like, you have someone that you says. Don't smoke bombs, and he's clearly seeing being being physical with these proud boys, and they like they handcuffed nice and calm. Her mask on her face, his mask on his face. They're walking, they walked away to the paddy wagon. Their mask on their face. Me, I'm not violent with no one. Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing anything. I'm not raising my hand in no shape or form. I'm not being aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm by my aunt's side. It's my aunt. Right. I'm by her side. I'm right. here for my people. If you know, I'm here and I'm by her side. So. When, when, when she, no, and she talked to the Proud Boys. She talked to the Proud Boys. So I'm saying, all right. I'm saying to myself, I hope they don't put their hands on them. I'm not thinking about no cops. 
<laughs> like my side, I'm by my aunt's side. That's mm-hmm. so. So like, so she's shaking her hands, talking. I have no reason to be hostile. I, I'm not hostile. I have no reason to be hostile. I'm, I'm not disorderly. I have no reason to be disorderly. I'm, my aunt is okay. I'm okay. My family's okay. So let's finish that talking. And the, the, the problem is that the, the cops were they were very aggressive from the beginning. Not the beginning. Not not in the two cars. But when all the cars is down there, mm-hmm. that's when all the tension come. Yeah, the game mentality. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they, 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 that's when they search. The chest getting poked out. It, it's not about, but oh, it, it, the cops need better training. They, 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 right. They had a, a, a proper training. A lot of that could have um, could have been avoided with the proper training. And and I'm and not even sure, I, I'm not even sure because you know people always say, well, you need to train them better. You know what? Somehow this behavior always seems to be white officers doing that to black people. Didn't right. the black officers get the same training? Why are the black officers mm-hmm. not attacking the white community? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it, yeah, it's exactly. it's deeper exactly. than that. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's it's something that I think is present in the you know in in our entire culture, not even just the culture of policing. Right. Right. And and I think that that's something that the um, the activists who who show up as lone wolves and decide that they're going to you know start carrying smoke bombs and throw paint filled balloons mm-hmm. need to understand that when they do that and when they when they when they act violently even a little bit mm-hmm. it's black people who get hurt yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly what happened in, in the police mm-hmm. response that's exactly what happened you know and and we and so we have a situation here where the the most violent acts that were committed on the day were committed by the police department. Definitely. Yeah. And then we have the mayor of the new, of the city of New Haven asking why there wasn't better coordination between the activists and the police department <laughs> in the first place. I mean, is, is, isn't the proof in what happened in the it, first place? It, just like Jermaine said, when I'm encountering these su- uh, supremacists, I'm not even thinking that the police are going to attack me. I'm more concerned that these people that I'm talking to might, attack me right and so that's how the police got to surround me without my even noticing because my kids would tell ma they were surrounding you and you weren't even paying attention why would i pay attention why would i expect the police to attack me and, i wasn't doing anything and, and right. I'm, I'm, I'm in there, and that is exactly how i got grabbed because they surrounded us like i'm not looking behind me i have a mask on mm-hmm. I, I can't even see behind me i can't see behind me uh, all i know is that when a big black dude, when he pushed you, he turned towards him, and I turned towards you, and that's, that's when he grabbed me, sir. Mm-hmm. So, so they was already behind me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, tend to, to, I didn't even step, and I got grabbed. Yeah, and I, I couldn't I, even move. And so, so they grabbed me, and I turned this way. I didn't even see you getting grabbed, man. I, I, ain't, I ain't seen nothing getting roughed. I, I, I didn't see that until the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know that you. Well, it was in the paddy wagon until they tried to put me in the paddy wagon. Mm-hmm. And yet you've seen the report that they mm-hmm. threw out there, I guess, for people oh, yeah, who yeah, wasn't there yeah, yeah. to make people think, oh, well, they they uh, they were justified in what they did to her because she crossed a police barrier and was trying to keep the police from arresting her nephew. nephew. I didn't even know he anything was going on because they right. had swooped, you know, they sweeped me up so quickly and, and took me away from there. And it was after that right. that they went after him. So, I mean, and I told him, I said, with all these cameras out here, how do you think that you're going to be able to support that lie? Right. All these cameras, they see what happened. I'm standing there talking to somebody. Right. And you initiated <laughs> violence against me. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, it was crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry that, that when the first cop like when they grabbed you 
and then he grabbed me. Like, I don't know what's going behind me. You was over there getting roughed up. When well, the first cop, when he grabbed me, again, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not here to read this. I, I don't, I, would you want to question me? Ask me questions? Do what you got to do so I can go home? So when he grabbed me, that's when all the, like, when, that's all the other cops that had some type of, like, their anger built up. Like, they're out there being aggressive. That like, now, had they let that first cop that's in the video that's in that I put my hands on my back, and cutting the video, my hands is going behind my back. If they let him, this you gonna cuff me, cuff me. None of that would have happened. It's that when they see him do this, I guess, I guess that's the sign to jump because they all jumped in. Mm-hmm. Big black, I mean, for you do know for that short song, big black guy with his mask on. Mm-hmm. The, the first cop was he, he had me. All right, get me, cuff me, you gonna cuff me, cuff me. Mm-hmm. He didn't get a chance to cuff me because they jumped. Wow, they jumped on me. Mm-hmm. And, and big black guy, I, I said like I actually laughed from the video. I think uh, in the video, it's like that as I seen uh, he comes, he leaves you, and as my hands is on the car now, and they all on me, he it's, it's, it's like seconds and seconds. Mm-hmm. It happened in seconds. From the time that he left you, from, from from the time that he left you and he came to me, he he and he ran right to me and, and sprayed me for seconds and sprayed. Yeah, they they sprayed your face with yeah. pepper spray. That, right that, right that, here. Listen, like, yeah. I swear. That was Officer Ham who did that. Because I, I noticed that, that too. I, I didn't think that that whatever his would do it. He's praying to me. I, I'm not resisting. Now, uh-uh. now if you, you they they already handcuffed you and they're spraying no, you. Okay. No, they didn't even get to they, okay. they just took me and all right. And they, uh, in the video, but when he jumped on her and he took, they got me, uh, my hands behind my back. Okay. So you can cuff me if you choose to. Like if the one cop that had grabbed me first. He and he and he could have cuffed me, but he didn't get a chance to because in a video, the other cop that has my shirt like this, when the cop is trying to cuff me, you see him shove me, mm-hmm. and when he shoved me, the cop um, the, the cop behind me lost his grip, mm-hmm. and he fell back, and, it, and I fell back. But when I fell back, the first thing I did was, mm-hmm. so you can see, in no shape, no way, and form, am I putting him a fight or am I trying to resist? Right. So when he shoved. Now it's a scene now. So also, so his comrades came and they escalated. It was uncalled for. They, and, and, and and pepper spray. That that was there's there no no need for the pepper spray. There's a, there was no need for none of it. Yeah, absolutely. but for sure, for sure, there was no need for the pep, for, for pepper spray. You came and put it directly in, in front of my eye and just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the officer who said, take her down to the ground. And I'm thinking, take me down to the ground. I'm not resisting you at all. And I, again, made that very clear. I'm not resisting you. So I'm thinking, why are you telling them to take me to the ground? Right. But they don't realize, thank God they didn't listen to him. Mm-hmm. Because if they took me to the ground, mm-hmm. it would have been a war on, on that green. Absolutely. Right, right. A war. Absolutely. Yeah. People, I, I was on the bus today and there were some guys that I used to counsel when I was, when they were younger and they would tell me, they said, oh, we, we, they was in Rhode Island. They said, we seen what happened. And one of the guys said, I was crying. He said, I wish I could have got there. He said, you know what? The way they were treating you, they would have had to shoot me. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you know what? I didn't want that to happen. Right. I said, I, I told my sons and daughters, let them take me because I didn't want that to happen because I don't want to have to live with you died to protect me. Right, right. It's it's insane that that it reaches this level over something as you know as as ridiculous as this ridiculous group you know the Proud Boys coming to New Haven. <laughs> I mean, and I, I just want to put the, the 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 awfulness of this sort of juxtaposed with the ridiculousness of what what started it. The ridiculousness of this group. Um, 
this is, you know, as I said in the beginning of the program, I mean, this is a group that, um, you know, that, that claims to be open to anyone as long as you accept the Western <laughs> world as the best. Mm. Um, the name, the Proud Boys, was inspired by, th- and I'm not making this up, um, a Broadway show tune from the show Aladdin, which of course is set in the Middle East, in the ancient Middle East. Mm. Um, and I just want to play a little excerpt from that song so we can all understand how insane it is that something so ridiculous led to this response from the police and what happened to both of you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play a little bit of that song right now here. I'll do my best, what else can I do? Since I wasn't born perfect like dad or you. Mom, I will try to, try hard to make you proud of your boy. How sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make this up. You can't, I mean, this is, this is real life being stranger than fiction. I mean, this is, that, that's the inspiration for this group's name. Uh, so, anyway, this show is about holding, um, you know, members of our community accountable when needed, but it's, it's also about solutions. And you and I, Barbara, along with, with many others, have been working on the uh, Community Executive and Review Board um, as a proposal to deal with some of this stuff. So that's kind of where I wanted to shift the conversation next, is, is how do we respond to the situation where there is this breakdown of trust between the police department and the community, um, such that there was no, there was quite understandably, in my mind, no coordination between um, the police department and the activists who were responding for the counter-protest mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, well, I, first of all, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been um, reaching out to the police in the first place because I had no intention to even go to the thing. Sure. I, I ha- really didn't. I happened to get off the bus and I seen my son and daughter. And so I just decided, you know, let me stop through there. Right. So, uh, so there's a timing issue for one thing that I mean, there's... It, it, to, right. I mean, to be talking about pulling permits is kind of ridiculous because there's, there's a, there is a timing issue here that a lot of most of the people probably who were there were there for the, for in a similar way as you. You were kind of... It was pretty short notice and... Mm-hmm. You're there, and you're responding mm-hmm. to to this to this you know quasi white supremacist mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. that's showing up on the green to to do whatever it was that they were even there to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of mind boggling that they would show up to, you know, to New Haven of all places to mm-hmm. think that this is a well, good place. First to of all, um, the, there were some people who actually had meetings on this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Re- I would like I said I wasn't part of any of that, but I know there were some people who had meetings when they first heard that they were coming. So there was some advanced planning. Yes. And the police had to have known about it because I'm sure they monitor my page. So why weren't you monitoring their page? Because on their page, they're saying that they're in New Haven and they see this this crowd and they're saying they're, we're, we're outnumbered. It's unsafe and don't come. They were telling other people who were on their way. Don't come because, you know, it was a problem. This was the, the, the Proud Boys. Yeah. Right? And it was right on on, the, on Facebook for anyone who wanted to see it mm-hmm. and and again back to the whole thing with no 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 tony harp said shit um that they had no idea i'm not going i would not buy that i can't buy that um again they know the, their press release they said they said at 11 30 a.m officers were detailed to the new haven green 
to monitor a reported demonstration. Mm-hmm. Like your detail to the green to monitor this demonstration. Right. So, so it's sort of, it, it, given that that happened, it's kind of, it, 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 from a factual standpoint, it's sort of, it, it's sort of irrelevant that there was no, that there was no advance coordination because officers were there anyway. Mm. But I think the, but I think that what, I, I think that the, the, in talking about pulling permits, to me, I think it, the way I see it, the mayor's missing the point. No, no, no. I think yeah. that was I think that was purposeful to distract away from the police violence that occurred. Right. So let's not talk about the police violence. Let's talk about permits instead. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and and the thing is, I mean, even even if what she's saying were true that there that there was no advanced knowledge, then then that bespeaks the fundamental problem in the room, which I think is that there is no trust between the community and the police department. Mm-hmm. How do we restore that trust, Barbara? I'm telling you, I, I'm to be honest, I'm going to have a really really hard time. I am far from what I used to be when I absolutely had no love for police at all. <laughs> I've changed dramatically, transformed from that, but. Just in less than a year now, you've assaulted my daughter, dragged her out of the car, left bruises on her for three months. This was just September. Yeah. In less than a year now, you've assaulted me mm-hmm. and, and my nephew at the same time. And my son has been, gotten pulled over countless times mm-hmm. for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. How in the world do you expect me to? And then, like I said, and then after all this happens, the police don't even come and, and ask me, how am I doing? They... they no doubt they seen the video. You right. seen how rough your men were on me. Right. Aren't you concerned? Like, how how is this lady doing? I'm 69 years old. Really? Right. And you need all these young thugs all over me for what? Right. When I'm not even resisting. You would think he would call and say, or have if he don't want to call, have somebody else call. But no, there's mm-hmm. no concern. So why would I then turn around and say, okay, now let's start building relations? Right. How do you, how do, you do that? When, when this happened to my daughter in less than a year, she got no justice because right. they exonerated them for what they did. Now this happened to me. And the first thing they do is try to throw some uh, bunch of lies out there to justify what they did to me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how do I wh- what ground do I start on for, for building relations? Because when for, this is a department that for decades, for decades have harassed me and my family. Right. Uh, uh, they, their whole purpose has to be trying to break me and they need to know you can break my bones, but you won't break my spirit. Right. And I, my spirit still goes on strong. Now it's stronger than ever because in less than a year you have brutalized two females, men mm-hmm. brutalized two females in my family. You're not breaking my spirit. You're, you're reinforcing my spirit. You've proven that. That's that's all they're doing yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hurt me. Yeah, I got, I have aches my shoulder and neck and, and arm because of what the way they was twisting my arm so badly behind me and, and kept putting force on it. Like, what was that all for? Yeah, you you hurt me the, in that way. But mm-hmm. my spirit, you just giving me more fuel. That's all. So I, I'm not the one to ask how do we build relations. Because obviously they don't want to build relations. The old boy network is back in place with this soft administration. They're back in place and they're sending a message out. We're back to do what we've been doing for years. Because now we have somebody that we don't respect and he's not going to make us accountable for anything. So we're going to do what we want to do. So now what you're doing, you're reinforcing that other barber to come back. 
Right. So mm-hmm. all I've been doing for the last couple of days is trying to manage and maintain my emotions because I don't want to go back to that dark place where I used to be. For sure. For sure. I mean, in a, in a situation like this, the when the community is not in control of its own police department, and you know, I mean, because because the way that the way that we, in theory, have control over our police department is through the mayor, and I would maintain that no one mayor can, in fact, exert um, the, the 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 requisite level of control over the police department. A strong and, mayor could, mm-hmm. you know, we have these soft administrators well i mean i I, but i think i think also but i but i but i also think it's the case that one single person can't fully represent the entire community no no no, no matter no matter how wonderful that person is definitely not so so what so so oh sorry jimmy's i want to get to you in a second but so so while i'm while i'm looking forward to um seeing um a much more substantive response from the current administration and i'm also looking forward eagerly to seeing a substantive response from the challenger marcus packa uh, at the same time, I feel that it's not even a, just a question of who is the mayor. It's a question of how do we exert proper community control over our own policing um, so that the community is in control of its police department and not the other way around. Mm. And I think that fundamentally, you know, we've written this complicated ordinance, the Community Executive and Review Board, but fundamentally, it's really as simple as that. That's what that's what that ordinance is yes. about. So people who want to li- read that and learn more about it, um, you can go to tinyurl.com, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com, slash N-H-V-C-E-R-B. So that stands for the New Haven Community Executive and Review Board, N-H-V-C-E-R-B. Um, and, and more and more, I'm feeling like we definitely need that. These other review boards that are coming up, they're nice, mm-hmm. but thus far they haven't did anything to make police accountable. And now I think police are getting more and more and more out of control. So we need something really, really firm where the community, the entire community is coming together to say, we are going to make police accountable for what they do in our, in our community. Absolutely. And it's about executive power, not just yes. review power. Yes. Because this ex post facto stuff of nine months later, we're going to sort it all out, maybe. Nah. It's really not the point. I mean, the point, it's really not even about punishing police officers, even if you think they deserve it what it really is what it really is about is 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 uh ex- having proper executive control over the police department so that this stuff doesn't happen in the first place and and they would be held accountable as opposed to now uh we have the complaints we take them to internal affairs which is inside the police department of course right. they're going to exonerate them that's you know that that's just a rubber stamp on what happened police department and then we take them to the police commissioners mm-hmm. uh we have some co- police commissioners who uh probably if they were in charge we might get some accountability, but, you know, we don't have enough of them. And so there's the second rubber stamp. And so the police know, OK, we don't have we we, we have unchecked power. We can pretty much do what we want to do. Absolutely. You know, right. the, you know, the, the key word for us as a nation like, you know, or all communities, you can never have a good relationship you know, between civilians and civil servants without accountability. Right, mm-hmm. that can never happen without without accountability. You can never have no good relationship between the one and the two. You can't it it, it can't happen because mm-hmm. the one knows that the two can do whatever they want to you. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's want to you. and that's exactly what like my baby daughter, the one that was there, and she was able to restrain herself that day. But since then, she has called me twice, crying in the middle of our conversation, just bursting out crying hysterically saying, Mom, I'm just so angry Mm -hmm. because she said nobody, nobody could have come and did this to you 
with us in front of him and, and still be alive, walked away. Mm-hmm. And yet this is what happened. Right. And so what do you do with that? Like, I don't want her to be eaten up with this with this this pain because that's what they've done to my daughter, Holly. And and, and we're trying to get her, move her. But it's hard, you know, because when you do this to a mother, then her children, are they're going to be upset about it. Now, I already got Holly. We're trying to get her emotions back in control and then this happens she walks up and seeing me in cuffs knowing why would i be in cuffs right and then it set her off again now the police will have a will have a discussion about oh what did you hear what holly said she said this and she said that but they're not going to take into account holly's the way she is right now because she was abused by police officers and nobody held them accountable so of course she's angry right exactly there's no there's no reconciliation there's no No. assurance that this isn't going to happen again if anything it's the opposite so unfortunately we have to leave it there for today um it's been an episode of all of us on wnhh 103.5 fm